What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Demetria McKinney. Officially yours, coming soon, as well as more episodes of Saints and Sinners. But right now, I'm chilling with my girl, Sci Fox, right here on the Sci Effects Show. Oh. Hello, world. Welcome to another edition of the Sci Effect Radio Show. Sci Fox here. Thank you for tuning in tonight. I do appreciate you all hanging out with me. By all means, connect with me on all the social medias. I'm on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, oh Lord, that's enough. Um, Snapchat, I don't know my Snapchat name because I'm like sneaking around in Snapchat right now. You know, I'm trying to test the water, so I don't know what my name that I created for Snapchat, but I'll get that for you guys next time. But go to the Side Effect Radio Show dot com and connect connect with your girl okay let me know how you like in the new shows let me know who you want to hear on the side effect radio show let me know some of the topics you want me to discuss here in the new season let me know holla at me okay i follow back you know if you're not spamming and posting all day gone day taking up my timeline i do follow back now, tonight's special guest, I've been a fan of hers for a long time, singer and actress, Miss Demetria McKinney. You may have seen her on, most recently, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, she was in the House of Pain. She was in a couple of Tyler Perry plays as well. And her most recent um, show that she's on is Saints and Sinners on Bounce TV. Now, you guys haven't seen Saints and Sinners on Bounce TV. You have got to check it out. I know a lot of the cable companies don't carry the channel, but you can download Bounce TV app because that's what I had to do. Download the Bounce TV app on your phone and check out the show. The show is hot. So go check that out. Also, don't go nowhere <laughs> because I'll be right back with Miss Demetria McKinney right after this little track she got called Unnecessary Trouble featuring Candy Bird. All right, be right back. Yeah. 
Demetria McKinney, welcome to the Side Effect, girlfriend. How you doing? I'm good, chilling, jamming on the one, you know. I hear you, I hear you. You early, you crunk. <laughs> Girl, it's called delirium, so is that equal crunk? Yeah. <laughs> I can relate, I can relate. Now, you know, Demetria, it's a pleasure to finally have you on the Side Effect radio show now. Uh, first, first, let me say congratulations on your recent engagement to Mr. Roger Bob. Thank you. You're very welcome. Now, do you have a date for the wedding yet? We do, but giving the date leads to where, leads to who, leads to how, and we still haven't got all those details worked out yet. Okay. Um, He's in the process of filming two separate movies as well as a new TV show. I've been filming Saints and Sinners, just got booked for another gig, and been touring. So Mm -hmm. since the top of the year, we really haven't had a chance to just really sit and talk about everything like we need to so we're we're gonna hold off on giving the date but as soon as i do if i have everything together i got you oh i appreciate that by all means because you know i can't wait to have front c row on instagram with the pictures okay (laughs) (laughs) amen amen now your breakout role was it the house was it the um tyler perry house of pain or did you do other things prior to that actually house of pain was my breakout role um in all honesty i never wanted to act it was always about music for me. And so I guess being a natural idiot and um, observing people led to um, getting in with Mr. Tyler Perry. And that was that was the biggest thing I had ever done. You know, I had done, like, some plays with him. And before that, in college, I had done some stuff. But, yeah, House of Pain was, was, was the it for me. Now, you mentioned you were on the tour. I know you were on tour with R. Kelly. What was that like? And was that your first tour? Wow. It was not my first tour I was in in conjunction with being on tour with him I was on tour with Pepsi Funk Fest okay and Pepsi Funk Fest kind of came first which he was actually on as well and that's where he got to see me and um you know he has that he allows to be on stage with him you know they have to represent and they really got to come with it so right. he believed in me enough to bring me out there with him on that and that was so cool because he treated me like his equal wow. you know I've been in the, the acting game for a minute but as a, mm-hmm. mu- a music artist or whatever Honey's a newbie to most people. So to to be treated with the same respect, the same um, loyalty, the same just, just really, really cool, cool demeanor mm-hmm. was so awesome. You know, there'd be times I'd go in there like, all right, I'm about to do my little 15-minute show. He was like, nah, you got 30. Go, ma. Go wow. kill him. Oh, okay. Awesome. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. was one of the best experiences I've had. He was awesome. And now going back to your uh, role, your character on Saints and Sinners. I love you on that, my, by the way. And your acting skills are impeccable. I mean, you, you can sing, you can act. For some reason, I feel like you have another hidden talent. Before we talk about Saints and Sinners, what, what other talents that you have that you're not sharing with us? You know, I play a mean spoon 
and kazoo at the same time. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I like to do some of everything. Um, before music was art, um, very few people know this, I wanted to be an artist, uh, just like drawing, painting, anything that you could look at, I could draw. And um, as I got older, I developed a hereditary disease called Stargardt. Mm-hmm. which actually messes with your central vision. So my ability to get the precision I was used to and to get the, the, the accuracy I wanted was completely torn up by that. And so it really, really made me dive more into the music. So if there was a triple threat aspect, I would say it was the art. You know, I, I don't do it as often as I used to. Mm-hmm. Or like I was like literally being offered scholarships to art school. But that was my other passion, which I would still say is my is my third threat. Because if I ever figure out how to get that thing, yeah, the yellow. <laughs> now, how does having Stargardt disease affect your everyday life and all that you're doing with acting and your music and just your normal activity throughout the day? It has affected me definitely and not. And I say that because, you know, it definitely took some getting used to. I'm not blind by any sense of the word, but you know, bright lights will kind of mess with me. Um, I get off script, you know, God, God always has a backup plan. So when he takes something, he always gives you something else to fall back on. Amen. And the beautiful thing that he gave me was a memory like none other. Like as soon as I read a script twice, I got it. So there's mm-hmm. no need for me to sit there and try to, you know, reread through everything and my eyes start hurting and all that other stuff. So mm-hmm. no, it hasn't affected anything. Very few people even know about it. And even the people on my team, you know, they'll forget. Oh, mm-hmm. I forgot you got a da 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 da. Oh, okay, yeah, no problem, no problem. We'll keep rocking, you know. So I've, mm-hmm. I've figured out how to manage with it. I've had it for what up to fifteen years now. Okay, and life's been good. Now tell us, how did you get the role on Saints and Sinners? Oh wow! Uh, having stepped back for a while to pursue the music thing, really, really tough, like I was doing. It let time pass. I, I didn't realize it had been almost six years since I really, really dove into art acting like that. So. Fortunately, I still had some people who believed in me. Squirrel Films, Keith and um, Ricardo, they've always been really, really cool to me. I've known Keith for about maybe 12 years now. He told me about the project and also, you know, um, suggested that I I come in for the role of Tamara. Tamara. I didn't really want to commit into a whole big, big, huge role because I still wanted to do the music thing. Mm -hmm. But I was missing acting. So I wanted a role that I could get meaty with, but still have the time to do what I wanted to do. And he, he offered me that. And I was just so, so grateful for it. Um, I love her storyline. I love the realness of the whole show itself. Yes. And I think that it's just so much that people can relate to. And as these characters are trying to figure their way out, you know, if you have a Tamara situation, maybe this character can help you figure out what to or not to do. Right. You know? Right. Now, on Instagram, you posted a little snippet of Bounce TV, the scene where your character goes to meet your husband's mistress. Now, you put under that caption, under that video, you put a caption, what would you do? We want to know what would Miss McKinney do, okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, 10, 12 years ago? Mm-hmm. Would have flipped the table. I'd have gone in there like the Tasmanian devil because <laughs> at that time, <laughs> Demetria didn't really have the poise and the knowledge and the the alternative 
thinking that she has now. Mm-hmm. Now, Demetria probably would have played the cards the same way. And I'd have walked away, but if she came out that door, if she came out that door after me and started trying to get aggressive, right. I do like I tell my son. I don't start no fights, but if you put your hands on me, I'm going to knock the primary colors clean out your memory. Honey. Did you say primary colors? <laughs> you won't remember a red, a yellow, or a blue. Damn, those are the most important colors. You're going to knock them all I'm out. I'm telling you, everything else, everything else comes from them. If you can't remember them three, you in trouble, honey. Oh, my God, I'm weak. Now, you mentioned your son. How old is he, and has it been difficult navigating your career and raising a male brown boy? Oh, wow. My son is now 17. The grown man. Um, yeah, honey. He's 6'3", 17 shoe. He's Ooh. a fool. Having him when I did, I think, is what kept me grounded. I'm a I'm a deacon's kid. Mm-hmm. So, you know, once we get out the house, the PKs and BKs, they tend to go cool, cool, right. okay? Yeah. We catch enough on what everybody else has been able to do their entire time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, got with my first boyfriend or whatnot, and huh, there you go. I'm pregnant. But having him really gave me somebody else to look at. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Definitely. I had to be accountable to somebody. And I had somebody who really, really definitely needed me. And that's a different feeling than I had had with, with any other relationship, a boyfriend, a parent, a father, whatever. I had never had a relationship like that. Mm-hmm. And so it made me really restructure. It kept my focus. And it, essentially, he and I grew up together. You know, I was I was a teenager when I had him. Mm-hmm. So um, making the kind of decisions I had to make as a grown woman really set the tone for the kind of decisions I had to make in the industry. I've always been very communicative with him. I realize that we're in this together. If nobody else is in, it's me and they, period. Mm -hmm. Um, So it hasn't been very difficult. We grew up in that, in that situation. You know, I was, I had to move into the projects to go to college. He was there. He was always riding with me. You know, we, Mm -hmm. we, we built each other up in a way that's been kind of beautiful. So navigating the industry, nah, it just made it a lot more simple the decisions that I had to make, you know, no, I'm yeah. not going to be naked because my son's kids, my son's friends are going to be looking at me and looking after his mom. I ain't going to bring them kind of problems to him where he's got to go try to fight people. Right. Or, you know, if it's, if it's a role that I think could help a situation that's going on at home between he and I, that we're not necessarily gelling with that has actually helped us as well. Some of those house of pain moments became really real. What keeps you going when life gets rough? There are two things that keep me going. One, recognizing that I've, been in a tough place before mm-hmm. you know once you realize that you've overcome something you didn't think you could overcome before you should be able to you know muster enough strength to say you know what let's just figure our way out of this ditch too you know we were in that hole now we got a ditch up oh, that's a frying pan coming at me cool I know how to duck and dodge you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah um I've, I've had situations in my life where I was down I mean down to maybe suicide is the answer but the second part of my with my my solution is choice. Recognizing that the most beautiful gift God gave us, aside from His love, is fall into the depression. We have the choice to fall into the negativity. We have a choice to become the statistic they claim us to be. We have a choice to start our own businesses if there isn't a way. Mm-hmm. We have all of these different options. We are not tied into what circumstance, situation, or opinion are placed on us. And as long as we remember that, we have a way to fix it, build it, especially in the African-American community. We are so much stronger than we give ourselves credit for, and we are so much more mm-hmm. than they give us credit for. Right. So mm-hmm. if we just take into consideration that we've been there before, we came out of it, and we have that choice to do the same thing now, we got this. Are you originally from Atlanta? No! Where are you from? Uh, <laughs> New Mexico. Stop playing. Let me see. That's why. 
That's why. That's a stereotype about to fly right out your mouth. I'm yes. sorry. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> you did. You said it with without loudness. I am a military brat. Okay. Ah. So my mother was stationed in Albuquerque, New Mexico when she okay. had me. Now, do you speak any Spanish? Uh, Spanish and Tagalog were my first two languages. Okay. Um, when I was about six weeks old, we moved to the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And um, my mother was a single mom. And we had a Spanish-speaking and a Tagalog-speaking nanny. Nice. And so they had us most of the time. So those were my first two languages. And about five years old, we moved back to the States. And kids can be so cruel because oh, a lot yeah. of the words in Spanish or in the other languages will translate into several words. Mm-hmm. So I'd say things like, you know, can you open the door? Or not, I mean, open the lights, turn on the door. Because those meant the same thing in same Spanish. Thing. Right. Right. So they, 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 they used to let me have it. So Spanish isn't something I really do very often. Tagalog, really all I remember is how to count. And so when we had that episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta and we went to Manila, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, and they were like, yeah, you're right. You know, and I still remembered it. So it was, it was kind of cool in that aspect. Now, speaking of Real Housewives of Atlanta, do you have any regrets about not only appearing on the show, because, you know, Real Housewives is known for its ratchetness. I'm going to put it out there. And, Amen. And, 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 and do you have any regrets with sharing your relationship with your now fiancé? I try to make sure that I live my life without any regrets. If mm-hmm. I've done it, I claim it, I own it, and I use it as part of my story, even if it's something that I never do again. Real Housewives is ratchet as they get. That mm-hmm. is their moneymaker. It should be Ratchet Housewives of Atlanta, period, mm-hmm. point blank. Um, and I knew that going in. But again, I'm a choice-driven person, and I wanted to give people a different choice at what to look at. You know, I don't have to get in your face and slap you, call you anything out your name, mm-hmm. you know, where your kids are looking at you and have, you have to go home and explain why this woman said this to you, especially when you're raising a daughter. Yes. She wants to look at these other relationships that she's in. You know, I recognize that I represent a majority, ironically, a silent, but a majority. Right. Um, so I don't regret appearing on there, even with my relationship. You know, those shows are infamous for ruining relationships and brands. And the oh, fact yeah. that Roger and I got so much closer because of the drama, um, the fact that we walked out hand in hand, just like my Instagram post, we were going to do bam mm-hmm. but this time they had a ring on it I saw it, I saw it. okay that's how you kill a hoe right there yes. be happy be yes. successful be be um you that you were before you got there there are a couple of the ladies that I know personally who aren't the same and it's not that they've turned into evil people but when you have to live your flaws your life your ups your downs in the public eye that's tough every day all the time, you know, every now and again, a celebrity and actress, quote unquote, will get a scandal that kind of rides the surface for a couple of months. But this mm-hmm. right here is your entire life put on display. That will change you because Absolutely. when you want to forgive, everybody else ain't on board. Girl, when you want to be mad at nothing. somebody, you got, honey, you got their flock coming after you on a daily mm-hmm. basis. It's a lot. So regrets? No. I'm glad I, I played the situation I did, the way I did. Walked away with my label deal, walked away with more movies, walked away with an engagement. My son is still healthy, happy, and I've moved on to bigger and better things. I do appreciate the opportunities that it has afforded me. Right, because it did open doors, and you knew when to walk away. You didn't stay there, which was the smartest Mm -hmm. move ever. 
the thing about reality television is it's a lot like public housing. Mm. I lived mm-hmm. in public housing. I so appreciate the opportunity it afforded me. It let me go to school. It let me raise my son. It was a great assistance. But when it was time to go, it was time to go. It wasn't meant, it wasn't meant to be forever. And if you let it become your forever, then your outlook changes. Before we wrap things up, can you share with us what has been the biggest challenge for you being in this business and how you've navigated through it? <laughs> the biggest challenge, um, wow, wow. Because in different stages, there's been different things. You know, of course, the lack of jobs for African-American women, you know, you're either the crackhead, the angry mom, mm-hmm. the side chick, or the, the, the gold digger. You know, it's been difficult navigating that. But I have the extra added component of being with a Roger Bob. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a successful man. He is the love of my life, and he is one of the biggest supports I have. But he also respects me enough to allow me to be my own businesswoman over here. And I still want to be taken seriously as an actress. So I don't get roles. That's, that's been one of the common misconceptions I've gotten, you know, Oh, she's with Roger. So she got that role or she was with Roger back then. So she got, no, no. Didi works hard for everything Didi gets. Demetria Mm -hmm. auditions her butt off. Demetria taps into those emotions and brings the work that makes people continue to hire her. Um, And I want people to take me seriously so that when I start doing my own projects, and, and offering opportunities that aren't normally readily available to us, that they understand this is coming from a real place. This is not coming from Roger's wife. This is, you know, Beyonce said it so perfectly, I'm not his little wife. I do mm. this for real. I've mm. been doing this. So that's, that's the thing, you know, making sure that Demetria is still a staple on her own two legs versus, you know, connected to a ring. Advice you'd give the younger Demetria. Know your worth, otherwise don't expect anybody to treat you what you're worth. Um, some situations growing up that weren't necessarily good, weren't necessarily solid, and they made me second-guess the blessing I'm supposed to be. Can I love myself so someone else can love me? So understand your worth, otherwise don't expect to be worth anything to anybody else. Great advice. What other projects we should be looking out from you? Music, movies, television. Oh, wow. I've been in this studio pretty heavily. Um, gearing up to release this officially yours, my very first project, which will be released on E1 Music. I've got some other content coming out really, really soon that I'm very excited about. I can't spill the beans yet. Okay. So, y'all, um, make sure you stay tuned for that. Saints and Sinners is renewing, I believe. Um, so... <laughs> Thank you all for the support and the response of that on Bounce TV. The ratings have been through the roof. Um, House of Pain is still on BET. You guys love that show. And Girl, we appreciate yes. you for it. You know why we <laughs> love that show? Because it's a show where it tackles real life situations and it's funny and you can watch it with your family without pausing, muting, changing the channel, you know, walking out the room. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a safe Absolutely. show to watch. Yes. And it re- and like you said, it really does deal with the issues. So you have those door openers for conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, be on the lookout. I'm going to be doing some touring. They can follow me at Demi McKinney on Twitter, at Demetria, the number four, real on Instagram and Facebook. And the website is DemetriaMcKinney.com, which it is being revamped. So they'll be able to see everything I'm doing, you know, as it comes and as it's coming up. But um, the biggest thing for me right now is getting this music out finally. 
Well, I can't wait to hear what you're cooking up, and I want to thank you for coming on the SciFX Radio Show, and I wish you much, much, much more success. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the Sci Effect Radio Show. I hope you enjoyed the show tonight as much as I did. Please connect with Demetria and check her out on Bounce TV, Saints and Sinners. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. By all means, go to thescieffectradioshow.com and let's connect. Also, you can catch me here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until next time, continue to spread Peace and love. Mm.